You are listening to the Extraordinary Events Podcast with Dr. K, episode 22, Failing Class and Passing Life with Alex Moorhead. Welcome to the Extraordinary Events Podcast, where we aim to educate, inspire, and empower individuals who wish to design transformational experiences. Now, your host, event education champion, Dr. Kristen Mallet. Today, we are talking with my former student, food and beverage extraordinaire, Alex Moorhead. I have had the honor and privilege to work at several universities in my career so far, and Alex was a standout student from a previous university whom I've had the pleasure to stay in touch with over the years. Alex and I are close now, but had an interesting start to our mentor-mentee relationship. Alex, I am so glad that you're here with me on the podcast today. Do you want to go ahead and tell our listeners exactly how we met? Yeah, so you would come in to the university um, as the event teacher. You were the, the event professor. We're going to teach events. You know, oh, look how great the events program is going to be now. And I was in the food and beverage track. Anyway, so I took, you know, events 101. And uh, apologies to the university. But... <sighs> The general mindset was, you know, when you get to your capstone, cool, you can start trying then. But, you know, it's the intro course. Maybe you pick something up. Who knows? Right. It's good old easy. I needed to boost my GPA so that I could stay in the university. Cool. Sounds great. Sounds good. Um, it doesn't. Like now when I look back, I was like. It sounds awful. It sounds like you're not becoming prepared for the next class and then the next class. And then when you get to your capstone, you're going to hate yourself. Like what? But that is not the way uh, you professed knowledge. Anyway, so you had taught your course in a direction that was, yeah, it's 101. As in you learn as much as you can because we'll get into specifics later, but there's a lot of information to cover. Buckle up. Well, Mr. Easy over here, I was smart kid in elementary school. So when that individual makes it to university, they have at this point found not the knowledge they should have learned in primary school, but the methods through the system. Well, methods through the system doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. Who cares? Cool. So you can make it to university. You know how to get the information you need stored in your brain for the period of time that you need to be able to pass that test. Then you get a good enough grade on that test to pass the course. Yay, you made it through university. So I was that individual. That was my track. That was Alex. His track through life was... He has learned how to fit within a puzzle, learn how to game a system to get what Alex needs. Well, that doesn't work. And as apparently the only individual that could see forward through that, and the only individual that gave any darn to be able to correct that thought process and behavior, I failed your class. Well, again, it's not the first time that happened to me. Alex Morant knows how to go through systems and processes. Therefore, 
charismatic silver tongue goes into an office and goes, Hey, like, Oh, here's the thing and the stuff. And here's a new excuse from one you've heard before. So it seems more genuine. Oh no, I just, I need that extra two percentage points. That sucks. And like, yeah. So instead of being greeted with, Oh yeah, you know, I really can't change that at this point. I know that you thought that that's what you needed to get on the test, but you know, your math was slightly off and you did need more. I'm very sorry. I will be failing you, which would have been an acceptable answer as well. That would work. It was, Oh, you'll love what I'm going to do to the class next semester. Wait, what? That is a response I have never heard before. Not just, I see through your bullcrap. That would have also been an acceptable answer. It was, no, I see through your bullcrap so much that I am with a smiling face going to tell you to get the hell out of my office. Right? Oh. Uh, oh, okay. But at least I was on a ground floor, a foundation for f future growth and change. And that was when you took that and actually gave it structure. Because the class was about organization. Effort being put forth continuously. It wasn't just, did you put forth effort at all? Cool, yay. Or not even a magnitude. Like, there are other classes that were, quote unquote, more difficult, but you could cram in a period of time that, yeah, you put a lot of effort in, but you weren't required to do it in a time frame that mattered. Because nobody likes a crammer these days, especially out in the workforce. So I distinctly remember that when you took my class the second time and then you went into your internship, you had ended up sending me a text afterwards. After the class was over, you had successfully passed it, you were in your internship and you actually were thanking me because mm -hmm. You remembered all of the objectives and things. Talk about what that was like when you realized in food and beverage, you'd actually use events. So I think the best portion of it was learning that the systems and processes for which you're organizing an experience, an event, anything, is very applicable to anything you're doing. So if I am looking at some program to implement, well, that seems very conceptual, very, quote unquote, I just want people to have fun. You know, when people say, oh, my gosh, the amount of times that somebody comes from a company's perspective to a venue and goes, well, I want people to have fun. Oh, I'm sure you do. I'm well, I'm glad because I wouldn't have a job. Otherwise, you wouldn't be meeting me if you wanted people to have a bad time. But we need to quantify that a little bit. There's going to be some qualitative and quantitative metrics that we will use to build a framework to work towards that. So the mindset of taking events, which can be very conceptual, very, I want people to learn. Cool. Let's add framework to that because that's my job. My job is to add framework and something you can measure, see, feel. But quantifying these things in a way that you can look back and say, this was successful. Because here's the thing. After the, any event where people have fun, it doesn't matter. 
everybody's gonna look back oh it's such a great time that was such a good event every single person does that everybody says it then they leave and then they don't call you back because you didn't actually meet any intangible goals or objectives that they never discussed with you so the adding the framework to it can be applied to something as conceptual as i don't want to throw away so much product anymore okay well cool let's let's talk about that quantify it then you add value so then when somebody goes okay let's look at what's being done right now so you know looking back at historical data defining those goals and objectives looking for possible like looking for venues and like looking for a possible start point like okay cool so we need to define these things quantify them and then when you get to the end of it it was the effort put in to take the mindset of an event to add framework and to quantify the conceptual applying it and building off of that framework so within the class, we learn about taking these conceptual concepts, putting the framework to end in an actual event. And so you talked a lot about that. Now, when you're actually in food and beverage as well, do you want to talk about when you realize the significance of what that revenue could be from doing special events versus just maybe running the bar or the restaurant without that portion? Yeah, so my position was a little bit self-created it was a little bit like i told this small business that i wanted to be an event coordinator with them uh, at this point which you know i had nothing to do with the class i had taken um but i'd said that and i got laughed at i was like that'll never be a position over there bruh, 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 bruh. i'm gonna prove you wrong to the tune of 150 grand in the first two weeks and me seeing a need there of like, people need to be entertained here because I'm the one there every single day, open to close, hearing every single word. But that's when you realize, okay, I have a concept. Cool, just as previously, let's build framework. What does that look like? What are the actual goals? What are the actual objectives of this program? What are we going to do tangibly? Because if we don't have that and somebody comes in and is like, Oh, well, like, could we do that? So you had this one mindset the first time that you took my class of, mm -hmm. you know, I'm a, a person who's just going through the process. And then you came into my office and I was like, wait a second, I'm not failing you. You're failing yourself and see you next semester. And then you took my class again. And it is very safe to say you were one of the top students in that class. You fully committed to excelling in that space. And then you went out, you got this amazing internship, you got hired on, you kind of made your own position. And now you've kind of, you know, COVID and other factors aside, you've shifted into another industry. How has your mindset from the beginning of this process up until your work right now evolved? So one thing that you do in your class and, and teach that's very, very difficult, it's very much so a balance that I feel a lot of other mentors, influencers get wrong is to know your worth. And I think a lot of the times, especially in the States, it gets misinterpreted as you're the greatest thing to walk the earth, walk like it. 
don't. You're the worst. Stop it. And if you think you're the smartest person in the room, and I know it's a cliche saying you're in the wrong room. No, if you think you're the smartest person in the room, you don't realize how much you don't know. But at the same time, like it's this balance where you see people who get taken advantage of work far too hard for far too little. But then you also have the people who are like the career bartenders who have only ever tended bar and like they try to talk themselves up too much. And so it's a balance. There's a lot of people I could look at and say, look, you're worth a lot more than what you're accepting at the moment. But there's also a lot of people, and I care about all of the people I'm talking about, that I can look at and be like, look, I think you need to think about, you know, maybe living within a means that you're at now. Because it's it's a balance. And so the mindset being before taking your class a second time, it was very, I thought it was the best. I was like, well, I'm sh- we're so much, I'll just, you know. I'll just go through college to make sure that everybody knows it. Right. But then after maybe a little bit of a rebound and, and since kind of gotten to a bit more of a balance. And so mindset being know your own worth and know what you get out of it. Because if what you get out of it is a paycheck, okay, work towards that. Be that. If that's what you get, that's what, if that's why you're here in this industry, go for it. But if that's not what you get out of it, what if you get is that like deep diaphragm sigh of somebody who just took a bite of something delicious and then they look over to the person next to them in disbelief. They're completely lost for words because they cannot even think of how to describe the experience they had and they want to share it with the person they love. Then do that, but know that that's your worth. Know that's that's what you're doing this for. Work for it. Work hard for it. But if you're having to put in too much and you're losing yourself because of it, also know your worth. And gearing that balance, that mindset is very difficult. And it's so dangerous to teach because all too often people misinterpret the lesson as I'm better than everybody else. I'm going to demand more for than what other people do because I'm worth it. No, you're not. It's a very delicate balance. And I feel like that's, something that the first time I took your course, second time I took your course, and then now have started to get the balance of, and it's difficult. You have such a great experience in our industry and just with the evolving mindset, I knew I wanted to talk to you about this topic. Do you have any last things that you want to share about events and, and kind of your take on it? So one of the most unique things about events is how boundary breaking, uh, class bridging they can be. And I was very, very lucky as someone who helped book and plan and organize events, as well as somebody who actually fulfilled the day of on-site uh, enacting of them, because it was a very small company. And so we got to see like center of the table, CEO who had no idea this was happening, but like, obviously they're going to tell him day of, Hey, we're doing this by the way. Right. Next to new intern who like probably maybe makes copies next to project manager who 
was the top project manager in his department this year next to that person's wife who got voluntold to book this thing, right? All sitting at a table, but they're doing something they don't know about. They're engaging with a piece of information or they're going to a conference or something where they may not be the experts and they know that. So when they all get told to somehow like break their chocolate and then to rub it between their fingers so that they can smell it, they look at each other. So you have the CEO looking at the intern, the intern looking at the CEO going, what? And for a moment, a brief moment, someone whose shoes are worth more than the entire working earning potential of the next human being over, they don't care. They're experiencing something together. They're in a giant banquet hall, maybe just walking in and smelling all of the tech. Maybe it's a tech expo, whatever it is, but they don't know what's going on for a brief moment. And they look to each other because they know each other somehow. And so it helps break down boundaries, not for long. Yeah, they both went to their different lives later, but for a moment, they shared that with each other and it helped them grow together. I love that. I think that that's so great. Well, Alex, it was so great to talk to you today. Thank you so much for being on our podcast. I always love all my interactions with you and I can't wait to see where you go in the future and where our paths cross again. Anytime. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, it was a blast. Nice to catch up and, and nice to just kind of spit some words into a microphone and hopefully people gain some amount of intrinsic value from it. I am sure that everyone has gotten some nuggets out of this interview, but you can definitely rest easy knowing that I have for sure. To all of my listeners out there today, thank you all so much for taking the time to make the time. I'll talk with you next week. Thank you for listening to the Extraordinary Events Podcast. Stay tuned for our next episode.